1: Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also check out Five Reasons YouTube before floor an hour before every game. Post up Five R as soon as the game ends. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get all of our content during the week. We got a new Formula One show that's going on tonight. Uh, hitting the apex as well as our cane show so you can see how diverse the channel is also five reasons sports.com make sure you spell that out for the latest takeaways from brady hawk who will be on with us tonight and others we do not have a paywall and check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network we mention our product code all the time it's five rsn that's the number five rsn and that gets you discounts on great products the two i'm mentioning tonight therapistpreferred.com all your premium CBD, whether it's the sports cream, the gummies, or the tincture, 25% off at therapistpreferred.com. Or if you're looking for help as an endurance athlete, or simply if you sweat, go to getsalis.com That's G-E-T-S-A-L-I-S.com. Get the little packets. It's much better than Gatorade or Powerade and replace your electrolytes in a healthy way. So it's getsalis.com therapistpreferred.com. Use that code 5RSN. And now tonight's episode.
2: This Yikes! Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Wait, here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, we bubble broke Just like to said, you in trouble, y'all. Check the floor playing. got a all day Y'all seen the block? Stop one hand, and pack with trust. it's bout have the guts. We here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up.
0: Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network.
1: All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. I got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. I got Brady Hawk. You can follow him at Brady Hawk 305, new member of the 10,000 club on Twitter. Congratulations to Brady for that. Now we got to get tropical up there, but he's actually got to change it to his real name and he's never going to do that. So it is what it is. Anyway, uh, let's get to the elephant in the room tonight because I've actually gotten some messages from people who say we're avoiding this topic on purpose. Uh, We're not. uh, We really aren't. We've we've been kind of trying to cover as many things as we can as we head towards the stretch of the season we haven't really isolated on Jimmy Butler a whole bunch. And one of the reasons we hadn't was he hadn't played a whole bunch uh, for a little while. Uh, now he's back. He rolled his ankle again. I, I know that some people say it's gotta be the shoes. That's uh, it's five times, I guess, that he's had some kind of an ankle injury since you switched to Li Ning. So that's another conversation. I don't know how real that is or not, uh, but he's missed some time and he had some struggles down the stretch of some games. And And I don't think this is a bad thing for this team, and especially not for me in terms of my prognostication powers. He's about to fall behind Tyler Hero for leading scorer of the team. He's now only 0.1 ahead of Tyler, and most likely with the way things are trending, he's going to be behind Tyler, probably as the second leading scorer on this team. I think before the year, if we said if that had happened, that would be a very good thing. In fact, I said it at the time, although I think we all agreed that Bam being the leading scorer would probably be the best thing, but Tyler being the leading scorer would show that he had growth. But I'm going to get to, I know Greg, you got a lot of thoughts on this and I want Brady to get to some of the specifics, but I just want to get, I'm holding Greg back here. I'm holding Greg back. Cause I know he's got thoughts. Okay. But I just, I just want to be clear on one thing before I get to it. And then we'll get into these like more detailed shooting stats that John Jablanca and others posted. Okay. Per 36 minutes this season, just to be clear. And he's played 48 games. This was after playing 58 and 52 in the first two seasons with Miami. And this is non-playoffs. He's averaging 22.6 points. That's after 21, three and 23. Okay, this is per 36 minutes. He's averaging 6.4 rebounds. It's down slightly uh, from 7.1 and 74. He's averaging six assists, down slightly from six four and seven six. His steals are, are the same. His blocks are the same. His turnovers are the same. His three point percentages somehow dipped to even worse, down to 19 percent. He's shooting 47 percent from the field after being 46 percent. And 50% his first two seasons. So kind of right in the middle. Looking at all that, you say he's pretty much the same player that he's been. I mean, accounting for some role changes and stuff like that. Your view on how he's played this season, Brett?
2: Oh, I get to go first. This is yes. amazing. Yes, I love this. Okay, so I think that we can acknowledge a couple things. Like, let's not be, we don't have to be naive about this. Jimmy Butler is in the midst of a shooting slump. and to me, as I watch him play, he is trying to rely uh, more on his post game than maybe I've ever seen him. Um, And I feel like he is almost trying to like force the ball into the basket to break himself out of this shooting slump. Um, I'm doing air quotes when I say slump, because Mm -hmm. it's all relative um, because of the defensive stuff he brings. I just, I start to get tired of this over analyzing, overthinking, I guess where I'm going is the season's too damn long, obviously, because no. like for us to start nitpicking, I, I, I know that Jimmy's been not as great, maybe statistically as past seasons. And right now he's in a shooting slump. So, you know, recency bias tells us to be bothered, but I don't know, like there's just an element of this where I feel like he has more help than he's ever had. It's a good thing that you're seeing young players ascend around him. Mm-hmm. And they're surviving stretches with Jimmy not playing that great. And they're still atop the conference. So at some point, like you're bothered because you're botherable. And I, I, I don't know how else to go with it. Um, I tend to lean in the direction of trusting this guy. Uh, we've seen him have little slumps, peaks and valleys in other seasons. His first season in Miami in particular. Um, I think that he had a post all-star break stretch that wasn't so hot and he still turned it around. So I I just have a tendency to want to trust the guy. And I think that it's just, uh, there's a divide right now where you have fans that are um, getting a little fickle in my opinion.
1: Brady, I'm going to make you rank these. Okay. Cause these are, these are the four things I hear about with Jimmy that are perceived as issues. And I'm not downplaying any of them. I just, I just want to rank them. One is missed games. Okay. Two is play down the stretch. Three is struggles against bigger teams or uh, longer teams. Okay. And four is his shooting overall rank those. What, what is the biggest of the four concerns?
0: I'd say the least is the missed games. Like, to be honest, I'm really not worried about that as much as maybe other people are. I just feel like it is uh, not the worst thing in the world as we've seen, maybe in the bubble, especially with time off, what can do for you or what time when you're constantly playing, what it can do for you As we saw last season against the bucks where it all kind of came down to that, uh, If I'm going to go backwards here, I'd say third maybe is the length dealing with, because I just feel like maybe it's gone to a little bit too much. Like, I know I talk about it a ton because we're talking about it in terms of Jimmy Butler. Like, we're not talking about it. It bothers Jimmy Butler in terms of everything else he can do, because he's pretty dominant against smaller guys. We've seen his ability to get to the line, get to the, you know, on drives. Length just does bother him, but I think there's definitely, definitely ways to get about it, uh, Second, I'd probably say is the shooting. And to be honest, because I just feel like there's so many other elements to his game that I'm not totally worried about it. I know that numbers can jump out or certain games if they're blocking off the rim is kind of ties into the length. That's why I'm kind of putting it two and three. Cause I feel like these two things tie in together because when you don't have the shooting and there's also length, those two things kind of go hand in hand. If I'm going to say number one, I feel like it is the late game scoring the late game offense because it's also, him kind of handing the keys off in a lot of ways. Like it's also mm-hmm. him trying to create and find different ways to score, try and find different plays that Spolster wants to get him into. But it's also like with the way Tyler hero has been playing, with the matchups that Bam Adebayo can get from night to night with these bigs in this league, with the amount of speed he has on all of them. It's just so much of just giving the keys to these other guys to kind of make a play that if I'm going to rank them, it would probably be that worrisome. But honestly, I'm with Greg in a lot of what he was just saying. Like it feels like, uh, the post-up stuff, it feels like it is, like specifically last night, We're looking at that first half, uh, what was it? Ended up being two of nine shooting. That was nothing to do with the ankle. Like that will happen before that point. It was just a lot of forcing inside the lane when he couldn't get the post-up. Basically their whole offense in of that game was whoever Corey Joseph was guarding, they're going to spam a post-up, either Bam or Jim. Mm-hmm. So it just felt like it is a lot of that type of spamming. And when it doesn't work and when it's not working around the rim for Jimmy, like I just said, it just ties into the shooting struggles.
1: Well, he's had two really bad games. Okay. Milwaukee and Charlotte, like those were, I mean, you, you can't, I mean, I was at one of them. uh, Yeah. I mean, he's had two really bad games. Okay. And, and he had some bad games past couple of years, but not as many, by the way, he's, he's on pace still to have more triple doubles this year than he's had in his previous two heat seasons. Um, You know, I mentioned the three point shooting has gotten worse, but it's not considerably worse than it was before. I think defensively he's every bit where he was. I don't think this is a defensive conversation, I do think Brady ranking the late game struggles is number one is, is sort of interesting because they they seem to have an answer for that now. Like, I mean, if you go through, like, what do they have an answer for? Okay. So him missing time, they've found some answers in the regular season. They played well without him this year, which they have not previously mostly because Caleb Martin has been an answer, right? Uh, The shooting problems, they've worked around that for two years. Okay. I, you know, that's so, so (laughs) it's not ideal to have your two best players who are not plus shooters and sometimes not willing shooters, but they've worked around it. Okay. Um, you know, you look at the, uh, what was, Oh, the, the, the struggles with length. I feel like that's isolated to a few specific teams, uh, Boston, Toronto, Cleveland, maybe. I don't know how many of those teams they're going to see in the postseason. So I don't know against Philadelphia, Chicago, he tends to play well. Milwaukee, of course, is the one that gives him the most trouble, but he has over the course of his career. So that is somewhat problematic. Uh, And maybe that is the number one, because to me, the late game stuff, they have solutions. He's just got to be willing, as you said, to give up the keys. I mean, their solution is Tyler Hero. I mean, that's, I mean, I think that's where we're at. Like, right. I mean, we're almost 70 games into the season. The leap is happening. Okay. And I mean, he's a guy who's averaging 25 points a game on plus 50% shooting, you know, since the all-star break, like, you know, is this blasphemous to say he's the guy late? I mean, he's the guy, I mean, he doesn't have to always be the guy, but he's the primary guy, particularly because the point guard doesn't want to shoot. Okay. So it's Tyler. So, I mean, I, I mean, Greg, when you look at it that way, like they have an answer for that. I think it's the length that may become a bigger answer against a bigger problem against a team like Milwaukee.
2: Yeah cuz it's matchup specific and we've seen the struggles against Milwaukee and Milwaukee's a, a the defending champs so I get all that but like you're delivering good news about Tyler Hero like i i, I don't know i guess it's just perception is everything right because to me like i expect Jimmy's going to figure that out and if right now Jimmy was balling like crazy Um, but Tyler was struggling averaging 14, a game on 39% shooting. Like, is that what we would all rather have? No, everyone has to be firing on all cylinders at all moments at all. Like, it's just, it's unrealistic. So like, to me, the fact that the keys are being handed off, like that's a, that's a good thing because I expect Jimmy to figure it out. Whereas Tyler, it was much more of a question mark heading into this year. Well, yeah, go ahead, Brady.
0: I was going to say, to your point also, Ethan, about the the hero thing with the late-game offense. Like, if hero's the key to the late-game offense to kind of get Jimmy off in that way, he's also the key to dealing with length. Because as we talk about that Milwaukee game, we bring that up. They were one turnover, one maybe poor missed, bad decision by Jimmy away from winning that game because Tyler willed them to that point, even though Mm -hmm. Jimmy had one of his worst games of the season due to length. So I feel like even though Tyler is like the definition of kind of pushing the late-game stuff to the side, He's also gonna push that length stuff to the side if it comes down to it. That's just how good he's been. So it's like, I feel like if we hone in on Jimmy, I still feel like the late games number one. But it feels like all of this stuff is just a supporting cast thing. Because as much as you mentioned, you know, Jimmy missing games is a product of all these other guys stepping up. Like the three other things could be a product of these other guys stepping up because we've seen it so far this season.
1: What we're gonna talk about after the break um, is what is the Jimmy Butler that's necessary in the postseason. For them to go to the finals because the jimmy butler that was necessary two years ago was jimmy playing at you know pretty much peak level although actually it happened more so in the finals than before that so we're going to get into that what is the baseline like if you're getting these leaps from hero and bam what do you need from jimmy uh to get there and, and, and you know again can we get away from what i think is somewhat of a myth That he needs to carry them because I don't think that's necessarily the case. All right, before we get there though, do wanna tell you about a new sponsor of the show, although we have mentioned him a few times. Now, NordVPN, online security starts with a click. NordVPN encrypts your internet traffic and hides your IP in virtual location. NordVPN helps protect you against bandwidth throttling from internet providers where ISPs slow down your internet. You don't want that to get you to upgrade. NordVPN allows you to switch your country IP address to access Netflix, Disney+, Plus, YouTube, Premium, and other countries for cheaper prices. NordVPN offers unparalleled browsing security and protection from hacking of personal data. So check them out nordvpn.com backslash five rsn or just go to nordvpn.com and enter five rsn that's the number five again our promo code and you get a discount on your nordvpn plan one additional month for free and a bonus gift at checkout all of this completely risk-free with nordvpn's 30-day money-back guarantee so check them out nordvpn.com backslash five rsn or use the promo code five rsn and start saving this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com, slash Miami Heat. With the world's leading VPN provider. If we go back now, I'm going to scroll back here to the playoffs, okay? And uh, again, some myths that Jimmy Butler's played a ton of playoff minutes over the course of his career. He really hasn't. Um, A lot of those Chicago series he was in uh, didn't last very long. Uh, you know, he's been to one finals at this stage. This is one of the reasons I've talked about his minutes, not really being what people think he's played 3000 career minutes in the playoffs over nine years. It, It averages out to about, I don't know, 350 minutes, uh, per his seasons, uh, which again is not that much. Okay. Um, but if you go back and you look at his overall, okay. And he's had some really strong series. Okay. And he's had some series that we saw last year. Not so great. Uh, but if you go back overall to what he produced, I'm just trying to find it as I scroll here. I know it's here somewhere, uh, a couple of years ago, I'm sorry, <laughs> basketball reference doesn't do it that way anymore. All right. But if you, if you look back against Indiana, uh, this was in 2020, he averaged, uh, this was, you know, the Warren series, he, or Warren didn't play 19.8 points, five rebounds, four assists. Okay. The next series, which was against Milwaukee, he played well against the Bucks that year. Twenty three points, six rebounds, four assists against Boston. People don't remember this. He, he didn't really score that much. He shot the ball a 43 percent clip and averaged 19 with six rebounds and five assists. But it was against the Lakers, of course. He, had, he played 43 minutes a game, didn't have Bam for most of it, didn't have Dragic. Uh, and he averaged 26, eight and 10. Then last year, of course, he was outscored by Bryn Forbes, as people talk about, uh, not stupidly locked in, fourteen point five points, eight rebounds, and seven assists as the Heat got swept. When you look at those series, you would say off the cuff that like the Laker series is the outlier, okay, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, he, he did things that he's he's never really done over that kind of a sustained stretch. You look at his best series previous to that. Uh, He actually did play well against Milwaukee. I guess he played better against him in the playoffs before. 2015 with Chicago, he averaged 25. Uh, And then he had a big series with Philadelphia against Toronto in the Eastern Conference Finals, where he averaged 22, 7, and 6. Okay. So that's kind of his norm. The Laker series is more than we ever anticipated, right, Greg? So, I mean, I I think people thinking that's playoff Jimmy,
2: I mean, very few players have played at that level in history. Yeah, No, you hit on it. And here, here's where we are with this. Everyone needs to take a deep breath in through their nose and out through their mouth, concentrate on their breathing and realize that Jimmy Butler is not prime Dwayne Wade. It's just, and and I just think that there's an expectation level that we need finals Jimmy throughout a playoff run. And that's just not what, what I think is necessary. I think that if we're talking about a baseline for Jimmy Butler, as you kind of alluded to, as you started the segment, it's what he's averaging this year. And shout out to Jeff uh, Nicholas for this uh, tweet. He said the complete list of players averaging 21, 6 and 5 on 58% true shooting. Uh, there's six names, and Jimmy Butler is one of them in the entire league. That's what I think he about needs to be at 26 and 5 on about 58% true shooting. Like, so he needs to basically play average to his averages essentially throughout the year if he does that i'm expecting other guys to step up they're gonna probably end the season with three guys close to 20 points per game tyler is now at the 21 point per game mark they haven't had two 21 point per game scores since cb and dwayne were here after lebron left so like um i I just don't subscribe to the belief that he needs to go finals jimmy for this team to succeed and that's again good news
1: you would think so. Um, I didn't think they would have a 20, although I thought Tyler would leave them in scoring. I didn't think they'd have a 20-point scorer this year. It looks like they're just going to just crawl over that line with with two of their guys. Uh, but, Brady, like, again, th- there is a middle ground between Bryn Forbes' Jimmy and LeBron James' Jimmy, which is what, what we saw, you know, in his last two playoff series that we've seen him play.
0: And funny enough, averaging out, you know, that entire – Bubble run that like is looked at as Jimmy Butler. You were just going through some of the stats. I was looking at some stuff right now where uh this season he's shooting 42% on mid-range pull-ups on 3.7 attempts. In the bubble, it was on 42% shooting on four attempts. So basically the exact same. Looking at less than 10 feet from the basket, it's 8.6 attempts on 55 percent shooting. In the bubble, it was 7.8 attempts on 55 percent shooting. It's the exact same numbers. And we're talking about Jimmy Butler playing. kind of poorly, but it's just, we're looking at it under a microscope. Like obviously this is a Miami heat podcast. We're looking at things weekly, daily that we're, of course, we're going to discuss this, but this is a very recent thing. Like we were talking about a couple months ago, like Jimmy Butler could be on MVP rankings. I've seen even recently up to two weeks ago, Jimmy Butler was in top tens of MVP tracking at times on some of these websites that I feel like there's some perspective there that's needed. I'm not as worried about stats and I'll say this kind of to end it right here is that, to me, it's more about, like, minutes and uh, lineups to me. Like, I'm, I am I sit in a lot of these games, and I'll tell you, you, Ethan, or I'll tell Alex, like, there's one specific mesh of guys, like, when they put Jimmy, PJ, and Deadman on the floor together, yeah, you're not maximizing your best player. Like, it just is what it is. And I was looking at some of those numbers. I think over the last 15 games when they run that lineup of those three together, they have, like, a 107 offensive rating and a 109 defensive rating. Like, that lineup is just not great. The shift that we saw last night with PJ and Markeith, now that's something that I think can really maximize Jimmy. Like there's ways that I think they can go about this. I think there's specific matchups, not to get off topic, that Markeef is their backup big. And I think if we're talking about finding ways to maximize your best player, not only offensively, but also defensively, like these are the type of lineups that do it. Um, that it's not more about the raw numbers to me, because as I just said, like just so, there's so many ways you can look at it that are so similar to that incredible bubble run. But it's just also it's more about the surrounding cast. Like you're talking about Tyler, maybe matching Goron in that way. You know, we know Bam's at a much greater level. Kyle, you're obviously adding in that doesn't really match anything on that bubble team. It's just more about providing him in different situations. That I feel like when you look back at that bubble team, there weren't many lineups that you looked at that kind of hurt Jimmy. Like if we think back, they would stretch the lineups down, and there was a lot of Jay Crowder with Bam, and then obviously a lot of shooting all over that. There was a lot of defensive issues, but they still had a ton of shooting and spacing for Jimmy to do what he does. Uh, that I still feel like that's kind of more important than anything else. And also last stat I was looking at was, he's still top seven in free throw attempts when he's driving. Like he, he's like still like middle of the pack among top players with drives. Uh, but we've seen, I mentioned before, how Kyle is kind of last among like 89 players in field goal attempts. He's still top seven in free throw attempts that he's still – that same Jimmy Butler that when he's getting in these type of driving modes and he's not spamming the post-ups, he's still able to do Jimmy Butler things. It's just maybe a two-for-nine night or a bad night against Milwaukee will kind of put a sore you know, thumb on some things. But generally, I don't want to go too negative on this because there's just too many uh, – I just feel like it's just too tight of windows to, to kind of point out.
1: I want, I'm going to ask you guys a tough question after this, and I'm not going to tease it. So hold on. Okay. Cause you both have said something here on the podcast and, and that we have taken for granted. I want to know if it's changed uh, before we do, i to tell you about another great local sponsor of the five reasons sports network, our friends over at all pro construction builders. If you're a South Florida resident, you know, hurricane season is always around the corner. So you got to protect your home or business. Make sure to contact all pro construction builders, reach out to Danny. Okay. You do not want to deal with, Uh, with a whole bureaucracy or anything, reach out directly to the owner, okay? Reach out to Danny at 305-484-4429, 305-484-4429. They service Dade, they service Monroe, and yes, they also service Broward, okay? I know everybody thinks we have a Broward bias. They do service Broward, uh, and okay, they use only locally made products, American made, they're family owned and operated. You will only, like I said, deal with the owner from start to finish. They offer competitive pricing, but also quality service. So contact them for a free estimate, and if you mention Fiverr, in sports or five reasons or 5r or five RSN whatever the hell you want you'll get a 10 discount okay so reach out to Danny 305 484 4429 and also check him out on instagram at all pro constructing builders the uh the website is going to be up there soon all right you both said this here on the podcast and and I'm just curious because I think this frames the discussion because okay you're watching Kevin Durant go for 50 and then the next night Kyrie Irving goes for 60. Uh, you're watching, uh, you know, what Joel Embiid has done this season, what Nikola Jokic, what Luka Doncic, I mean, these are considered to be true number ones, right? The best player on their team, they compete for best player in the world. Um, Giannis, et cetera. If LeBron wasn't playing with like the little sisters of the poor, uh, you know, then he would be in this conversation as well, right? Well, actually, it's actually, they're the old sisters of the, the rich, but n- n- should no longer be rich. Um, but you both said this, your best player, Your best player has to do that. You got to get your best player out there with this guy. Your best player is, is there still a consensus here? Is it, is it, is it a, is it a clear demarcation? Jimmy Butler is still the best player on the Miami heat, Greg.
2: Yes, but I have an inclination to say that by the end of this playoff run, we may be pointing in another direction. And again, it's going to be delivering good news. Brady, which of the two guys is he talking
1: about? (laughs) It's an interesting conversation because I think we would have just said one, but I mean, guys averaging 25 on 51, 41 splits. And since the all-star break for 51, 40 or 47 splits, something crazy like that. Uh, But Brady, I'll get to the first question. Is he still the best player on the Miami heat? Jimmy Butler.
0: Yeah, he's, he's the best player on the Miami heat. I don't think he's the best scorer and I don't think he's the best defender, but he's the best complete player on the Miami heat. Like that's when you're asking that question. That's a good sign that you're asking what who which player Greg is referring to, because it could be multiple because there could be two different ones. And I think that's why uh, it's a good thing here that it's there, there's different players around him. But, yeah, he's the best player in the Miami. He depending. Don't forget about the shooting. Forget about all the things that worry about it when it comes down to it. I still believe so.
1: And here's what I think. I think he still is. Um, I think he still is as a complete player. I think this team still draws their energy from Jimmy Butler. I think they still they, they take their their attitude comes from Jimmy Butler. It doesn't come from Bam um, and it may start to come from Tyler someday. I think he's got the potential for that. I think his scoring bursts and the way he acts during them uh, create some of that energy. But this team is a Jimmy Butler production. OK, it is uh, Kyle Lowry, P.J. Tucker, even Marquis Morris. These are Jimmy Butler type guys. OK. But I I will say this, and this is why this discussion, the late-game stuff I've talked about, I'm concerned about it. The struggles against a team like Milwaukee and their length, I'm concerned about it, okay? The shooting, he's worked around that before. They can work around it again. He's smart enough to do it. There were things Dwayne couldn't do late in his career either. He worked around them, okay? But here's the thing. Forget Lakers, Jimmy. You're not getting that again, okay? That was a unique circumstance. It was driven by emotion, the bubble, his coffee, debut, all of the rest of that stuff. Okay. It was driven by that. All right. And not having Dragic and playing for his guys and then not having bam and me against the world and competing with LeBron. You're not getting that Jimmy Butler again, put it aside. It is not happening. Okay. But I do think you can get what Jimmy Butler averaged in that postseason overall. Okay. And if you can get that, he didn't have guys like he has now. Okay. This Tyler Hero, I, I it drives me insane when analysts talk about he's back to bubble hero. He is twice the player of bubble hero at this Thank stage, you. okay? he And bam, okay, with him also. He is a far better player. Still some frustrations, okay? No question. Still, there are more that he could be doing on a consistent basis offensively. Three points, taking one, three a game, that hasn't happened. Yeah, I think he's taken one the whole year. Um, I, I, if he's taken one, I thought it was one, okay? But- he's got better players around him and even Kyle Lowry. Okay. I know they don't have what that dragage was, but even Kyle Lowry refusing to shoot organizes their offense better than anybody they had at that time. And PJ Tucker, once he gets some rest to me is an upgrade over Crowder and they've, they they did not have a Max Struess then. Okay. Who could create or Gabe Vincent or some of these other guys they have, they just need to get the Jimmy on average from that postseason, And I do think he's still capable of that and that's why i don't think this is a huge concern to me the thing going forward is in a year or two he's missing time now the ankle is a consistent problem the you know the wrist doesn't appear as totally healed and he's going to miss more time like this this is not like the most games he's going to miss with the heat i i don't think he's going to play 60 for the heat ever again okay and I think are he's missed
2: start to- 25% of the games he's played yeah. since he came to Miami.
1: Yeah. And I think people are going to get frustrated with that contract as we go forward. But I think for right now, this season, if they get Jimmy from two years ago on average in the postseason, which I do believe they can get, they have enough. Okay. That's, that's the way that I view this. Okay. So I think again, it's a more nuanced conversation that's happening on Twitter. We needed to have it. We appreciate uh, Greg and Brady here. Also nordvpncom backslash five RSN five rsn get five rsn all pro construction builders five rsn five reasons whatever the hell you want to do get your home protected have a good day everybody
2: thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five reasons sports network
0: when everyone is on the same page getting things done is easy make a bigger impact at work with grammarly grammarly is your secure ai writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster you can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at grammarly.com podcast. That's grammarly.com podcast. Easier said. Done. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job.